Hello. Depending on the time that you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Coming to you west of the Rockies in the great state of Utah. This is Conversations at Midnight. And today's a weird episode for me. I notice I've been saying that a lot at the beginning of every episode. I guess each episode is weird in its own way. So, yeah, I'm not too sure about that. Should probably switch that up, huh? But, I digress. It is a weird one for me because it took me a while to realize what I wanted to talk about. Mainly because this is the last episode for 2021, for the year 2021, and it's it's unnatural almost, you know? And I didn't know, I didn't want to talk about the normal, because I didn't want to treat it like every other episode. But the truth is, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't know if anyone that's listening wants that, me to ramble on about some sentimental thing and hoopla. But I'm going to tell you how the episode's going to go for this one. And if you choose to hang around, by all means, go ahead. Love to have you. But if you decide to not listen through and through, no offense to me, I understand. I understand that there's a certain criteria of content that is being searched for for me. So this one may not fit it entirely. But here's the schedule for the episode. The first half, however long I deem that to be, I'm going to talk about the topic of, and I'm sure as you saw the title, of ghosts. Paranormal things, you know? Because I couldn't help but realize, what if I ended the year the way that I started the year? Or the podcast year. It was back in October when I started episode one. But I couldn't help but think, you know, it'll be, and maybe it's a little cheesy, I don't know. But I thought it would be really nice if I could, you know, end it the way it started. So, that's what I'm going to do. And I don't even know how to even prep for it. You know, I'm not really good at this transitional thing. So all I'm going to say is, if you want to pause right here, go ahead, pause it, get some candles out, light a couple candles. If you want to get snug in your bed, go ahead. If you're camping, ooh. Get cozy on the fire. If you're in your tent, sleeping bag, get cozy in there. Enjoy. And I hope you appreciate it. Truckers. My truckers. God, I love you guys. I really do. Um, I just I just have an admiration for people who do what you do. I don't think truckers are really actually appreciated as much. And not just from like, the structure of the country in the sense of finance, but just the idea that people are willing to do this. It's really cool. So, my truckers, thank you so much. Keep that wheel steady, brother. Or sister, excuse me. Or sister. Keep that wheel steady. Be careful at those truck stops. I heard some crazy stuff about those truck stops. They're a little weird. But, now that we're good and ready, Let's go jump right into this. Let's talk about ghosts and paranormal activity. So way back when, 
when I was living in Florida, in my early teens, I was living in a place called Hialeah, Hialeah, Florida. If you haven't been to Hialeah, a lot of Hispanics, very rich in Hispanic culture and people. Um, everywhere you go is just Spanish signs, stores, uh, all the advertisements, all the signs, all the everything's in Spanish. You you stick out if you don't speak Spanish there. And I I barely speak it. I know enough to get around, you know. But that's about it. But my family and I lived in this apartment. I'm not I'm not sure what it was to be honest with you. It was not inefficiency. I wouldn't call it that. It, it cuz it was it was big and it wasn't on the side of a house. It was just these cluster of homes super tight-knit together, kind of like townhouses, I guess. I'm not sure. But my family and I lived there for, oh man, I'd say about a year. Had to be about a year. I think it was about a year. But that's not the point. When we were staying there, there was a brief moment of time where my parents housed in... uh, this teenager that we knew, this teenager from Nigeria, for the sake of the story, because I don't want to share his name, let's call him Jay. So my parents took in Jay. Uh, apparently Jay got into a fight with his mom, and his mom just kicked him out of the house. She had, you know, she essentially told him, well, if you want to act like an adult, I'm going to treat you like an adult. Get out of my house. So my parents took him in. My parents couldn't sit with the idea that a 16-year-old is going to be out on the streets. So they took him in for a little bit. And during that time, he was staying with us. And this is important to the story. So there was a night in particular where where we didn't... The bedrooms were, were being used. The bedrooms were being used, so we couldn't... There was not much space in each of the bedrooms. So what we decided to do was me and Jay agreed, hey, let's go share a futon. And to us, that's natural. I know some people are like, why don't you guys share a bed together? Nothing happened, you freaks. It was just, we just slept on the same bed. That was it. Nothing else. Nothing more. Nothing less. But we ended up sleeping on the same bed together. It was a uh, a futon. It was like that fold-out couch bed thing. <laughs> professionalism huh fold out couch bed thing beautiful but we folded it out and after jay folded out and we set the bed i laid down on the bed and jay goes hey you know what i'm gonna um i'm gonna go use the bathroom i'm gonna take a quick shower and, and all that jazz sure nightly routines nothing wrong with that especially if it's for hygiene i, I can get behind that My mom and my father were in the other room. They were talking about, I guess, life and adult things, you know, finances, bills, et cetera, et cetera. So it was just me out there in, in, in the living room. And I turned on this fan, and I had the fan on us. And it was it was uh, going from left to right. You know, when you put that setting on those fans, it kind of does like a pivot left pivots right 
you know, that sort of thing. And I was sitting there and I, and I don't care who you are, but you know, when those fans hit just right and that wind grazes, you know, just lightly brushes up on your skin and it feels nice and cool. Well, that's what it felt like. It was, I love those moments and I was enjoying every second of that. So here I am laying on the, on this bed couch. I was laying on my side, on my left shoulder. And the way that I was laying, I was at the very end of the bed, but my back was towards the edge. So I can see the rest of the bed, you know. And I'm laying there, and obviously there's no one else in it. It's just me. And so I slowly closed my eyes. And I could feel the fan slowly coming back on me. And then it pivots away from me. And it was just... It was it was amazing. We had the window open. We can hear the crickets outside, your occasional car. It was nice. At some point, I don't know why, but I had this uneasy feeling. Uneasiness. Is I wasn't freaked out. I didn't the hairs didn't stand on my arms, you know, I wasn't no. I just felt a little uneasy, you know, I I felt like um, I felt like I wasn't entirely comfortable. Just out of the blue. That's it. So I remember feeling that discomfort. And I opened up my eyes. And lo and behold. And I, and I have no idea how else to explain it. But there was two... The bottom of two shoes were probably about five inches away from my face. I couldn't smell anything. It didn't smell nasty. I don't know. I couldn't smell anything. But the bottom of two shoes, two sneakers to be exact, two sneakers were five inches from my face. And I just stared at them. And... I couldn't see a face or anything because the feet were blocking the blocking the head. But what I did see were two elbows as if somebody had their hands relaxed on the back of their head. And you know how when people do that, the elbows stick out on, on the sides. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm describing that right. But that's what I saw. I saw these two relaxed arms on the side. Sticking out. So it, it looked like someone was just relaxing on the couch. And I just stared at the shoes. It, I didn't stare at it forever. I didn't. It was like a good five seconds. And, I, and I, I'm sure you know the feeling. But when stuff like that happens, those five seconds feel like two minutes. You know? So I analyzed everything. Clearly not enough to remember what shoes they were or anything. But I closed my eyes and I just yelled for my mom. Mom! Mom! And you could hear her off in the other room. What? Mom! What? Mom, get over here! <laughs> like, it was, I had no, I had no patience for her. I feel so bad for her. I love you, mom. But in that moment, I had no patience. I'm like, just, just, 
Get over here, woman. So finally she walks over. She cuts the corner. And it was just silence. And I'm thinking, no. So either she sees the person and she's stunned and shocked. Or there's nothing there. And it was like a good three seconds of silence. And you just hear, what? <laughs> That's my impression of my mom. What? But she goes, what? And I go, who's who's that? <laughs> my Keep in mind, my eyes are still closed. And I go, who's that? She goes, what? And I go, what do you mean, what? The guy in front of me. She goes, there's no one here. What guy? And I opened my eyes, and that bed was empty. Not a soul. No one. And I sat up. I start feeling the bed for any warmth. Nothing. There was no warmth. There was no nothing. Because, you know, like, people can leave warmth, you know. And nothing. Bed wasn't warm, nothing. And I look at my mom, and I go, there was somebody here. I'm not kidding. Somebody was sitting right here on this bed. And, you know, I start getting, like, a little aggressive. Because it's scary. And I was, like, 13, you know. So I don't, I didn't, I didn't know. It was horrifying. That that was my sense of security being stripped from me as a as a preteen, as an adolescent, stripped, yanked out of my hands. And I look at her and I go, Who, "No, there was somebody there." She goes, I, "Sweetie, I don't know." She goes, "Are are you sure?" So I explain the whole story to her, essentially what I just explained to you. She goes. I, I don't know. I don't know, buddy. And so we stared at each other. And my mom gets these goosebumps on her arm. And as I said in the past, my mother's really sensitive. Really sensitive to stuff like that. Not in the way of like, I, I don't want to hear it. Not that kind of sensitive. But as in she reacts. She can feel things. She can hear things. Apparently, either that or she's losing her mind, which is very possible. Love you, Mom. But we stared at each other. And we gave each other this stare of... And I don't know how. Don't know how. I don't know, I don't know where we were. I don't, but we were on the same wavelength. I'll tell you that much. We just understood each other. We stared at each other. And we kind of gave each other this look. And I don't know how to, how to explain it. But we gave each other this look of like... I'm not going to say anything. You're not going to say anything. We'll keep it between us and that's it. And here's the thing. If you know my mother and I, makes sense. It's not that we're not going to tell anybody because it's like, oh, well, they don't need to know. Or, you know, it's like, well, this never happened. No, no, no. We acknowledge that it happened. And we will talk about it in private. We just won't tell anybody else. But, and that was my experience at 13. I had to be 13, 12 or 13, so... But the interesting thing about that story in particular, and I talked about this on the first ever episode, Ghosts, part one, is that I talked about the idea of a time flash, you know, where essentially the idea is that time will kind of bend 
together. We'll mesh. It sounds a little sci-fi-y, but hear me out. Past, present, and future. Not all three of them at the same time. I don't know entirely. I mean, could be for all I know. But what the what the idea is, is that present or past, future, present, future, past, whatever, will blend together and they will share a brief moment in time together. And in this example, what I'm trying to say is that that who, whoever was on that couch may not have been from that time. And what I'm saying is they may not entirely be dead. You know, that could be somebody who is alive right now sitting on the couch tomorrow and then they're they're going to see me. You know what I mean? So there's a possibility of that being um, a time flash. And I call it time flash because of Art Bell. Please listen to Art Bell. Please. You don't have to listen to me, but please listen to Art Bell. Great. Great guy. Just, oh. Mm. Ain't nothing else like him. I'll tell you that much. But, the time flash. I'm bringing this up because a lot of ghost stories or a lot of paranormal activity share that common trait of what if it is indeed a time flash? What if it's not someone that is dead? Well, Let's say that a time flash was to happen and you see a pioneer girl. Well, she's dead. Now she is. But when you did see her, you saw her in her respected time. So she wasn't. Does that make sense? So, that's the idea. What if they're not dead? What if the entities that we see doesn't mean death, right? And you can argue that with most paranormal stories. Like the story about my uncle. If you haven't heard that story, stop. Listen to episode one of the podcast where I talk about my uncle's experience when he saw his wife's grandfather. Some may argue that that was a time flash. But here's an argument to that. He was a police officer in South America. He wasn't in, he didn't reach Florida till he was much, much older. And when my uncle saw him in that bedroom, he was a young man in the police officer's uniform. The thing about time flashes is that they usually only clash when you're in that exact place and, you know, I don't know why, I was going to say time, not time, but you were in that exact place where the other person was for those times to clash. Does that make sense? So there's no way... I don't see how, in that regard, a time flash would happen because he wasn't in South America. I don't see how time would bend. And the location. I just, I just don't see it. So. So the idea of all this being said is, I have a story for you. A story that I don't know how you would explain it because usually some people go, well, let's just chalk it up to a time flash. Well, I have a story that you can't do that. At least I can't. If you can, cut my legs and call me shorty. I, then fine. I Sure. I will give you the whole benefit. But I don't think you can. Back in September, my grandfather passed away. 
my mom's father. He passed on. And of course, my mother didn't take it well. I mean, it's her father. You know, they had a pretty decent relationship. It wasn't anything horrible. So, of course, she goes to the funeral. I couldn't make it. I didn't have uh, any money to afford a plane ticket to go down to Mississippi. But my mom went there alone. My father had to work. He could not take time off. And I and I couldn't. I couldn't take off either. So she was there alone at the funeral. She sees all her family. Her aunts. Her uncles. Her uncle's uncles. Her uncle's cousin's third wife. All of it. Well, she comes across her aunt. Her mother's sister. She went to the funeral, of course. That was her brother-in-law that just passed on for crying out loud. So they started talking. Oh my gosh, is that so-and-so? Hey, Aunt So-and-so. And they, you know, they spark conversation. Keep in mind, my mother's from the South. So they love their conversation. They enjoy their conversation. At least most of them, anyway. And I don't know why. I have no clue. But I feel like when it comes to most of the continental United States... The southern countries really are more open to the idea of spirits. The northern countries, not so much. And I feel like western countries, yes, but there's always religion behind it. You know what I mean? At least that's what I've noticed. So, my mother starts talking to her aunt. And of course, her dad gets brought up about, I'm so sorry that your father passed and, you know, whatnot. Somehow... And, I, and I'm sure that my mom brought it up. I'm sure that my mom brought up the idea of it. So they talk about, hey, have you seen your father's ghost? Do you think he came and saw you? Do you think, you know, one of those things? And they started talking about ghosts and paranormal and members of the family. So my mother's aunt goes, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a story. And these are her words, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the way that my mom to- told me the story as, as soon as she heard it. So she looks at my mom and she goes, I'm going to tell you a story. When my mother passed away, she was just coming back home. She was on her way home. She, um, I think she was coming back from work or grocery shopping. I'm not entirely sure. But she was leaving from somewhere and she was down the street from her house and she told my mom I was driving down the road and I just had this weird feeling this weird sensation and here's a small detail that I skipped because I suck my mother told me that before her aunt left her mom said hey next time you go and you come back, I won't be alive anymore. Ow. No, you know, you old people love death so much. Relax, you know. And then she left. Those weren't her exact words. That's just a summary, basically. So as she's driving down the street, she's houses down, down the street. And she's driving And she keeps thinking about what her mom said. And she has this weird feeling. And she's like, ah, whatever. She makes it probably about a house length away. 
And she says that she sees this light from the sky, not high up in the sky, but probably about as as high as a street light. And she slams on her brakes, and this light appears in the middle of the street. She slams on her brakes, and she's staring at this light. And she says it opens. Like this light descends. It sends like this beam down to the street. And she, the best way that she said it was it, it, it opened. It looked like doors opening. And so, you know, these doors open. And she says she sees stairs. Stairs. And she says she sees somebody going down the steps of the stairs. She doesn't know who this person is. She couldn't make out their face or anything. She couldn't tell because maybe it was the distance. She has no idea. And she's staring at this person. And this person turns to their right and looks off into the distance. And she says she sees a woman come from the from her left and that was the direction where her where her mother's house was the one who told her that hey if you if you leave i probably won't be alive when you come back so she came from the house walks greets the person i believe she said it was a hug she embraced them she gave them an embrace Stops, looks at the car, fully aware that the car is there, waves, and goes with the person up the stairs. As they ascend up the stairs, the light closes, the ray of light ascends back to the ball of light. And then the ball of light um, dies out. Slowly begins to diminish. So my, mo- so my mother's aunt, my aunt, my great, my grand aunt, whatever, hits the gas, whips that car into the driveway, turns it off, opens the door, runs out, opens the front door of the house, finds her mother dead in the kitchen. A horrific heart attack. How do you explain that? How do you explain it? And that, and let me just clear this up. That aunt says that was my mother. The woman who came to greet whoever that was, was my mother. She knew it immediately. Like that, son. Like that. So my so I, I often think about that story because I have no idea how to even explain that. I have no singular clue, not one aorta in my brain can function it. Because if it's not a time flash, if it's not I work I work with a gentleman. I love him to bits. Great guy. Oh, and uh, I adore him. 
His name's Richard. I won't say his last name. But his name's Richard. Great man. Oh, heck of a man. But he... He says that for... To an extent, he believes in spirits, you know. But he told me that he doesn't entirely believe in ghosts or spirits or entities like that because he believes that the human mind, the human imagination, is very powerful. And I agree. Richard, I agree with you, brother. My my thing, though, is for stuff like that, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea how to explain that. Because to me, I feel like the imagination can only go so far. Like, I agree with the idea of imagination to an extent of, like, if you're wanting to hear a ghost. And you, is anyone there? And you stand there for five minutes in just silence. And then you hear one little, oh, that's it. Oh, my gosh. It's haunted. You know what I mean? That To that extent, yes. I do believe that the imagination is possible and all that. And then on top of that, and this is something that Richard has also said, that I fully agree with him, is that if you look hard enough at something, then you're going to see what you want to see. I fully agree. That, I can't. I can't see that. Especially since she never wanted her mother to go. Especially not so violently as that violent heart attack. It was a brutal heart attack. I don't see how somebody would go, oh, hey, you know, like, I hope she passes on. No. I, and even then, why? Why do you have to, why so grandiose? Why have a ball of light essentially spawn a ray of light opening up conjuring stairs someone coming down to greet you or greet the said person and then takes them up after oh and that person waves bye to you I can't fathom that I just can't I, and I don't, I don't know. There's no way that that's a time flash. There's no way that that's hysteria. I, I, don't, I don't believe it. Not for a second. I hate to say it, and I hate to jump to that conclusion, but I've thought about it for weeks. To me, that's, that seems genuinely paranormal. That seems genuinely paranormal. And it's weird. Oh my gosh, here's something interesting that happened to me recently. I don't know how to explain this one. This one freaks me out, man. I don't know if it's paranormal or something. I don't know. Well, this one's right off the cuff, too. Like, this is not planned. This just totally hit me. I totally forgot to even think about this. So I have to wake up for work at 3 in the morning. Not all the time, but most of the time, that's pretty much my schedule. 3 in the morning to... Nine, nine or ten. It changes. Sometimes I'm there till eight. Sometimes I'm there till seven. It just all depends. Depends on the day. So I woke up. It's 2.30 in the morning. I woke up and I went outside to preheat the car. 
Because, you know, it was snowing here in Utah and it was chaotic. So I go outside to preheat the car. Once I'm done with that, I go inside, I get dressed, brush my teeth, spray some spray deodorant, etc., etc. Pretty much morning routines. After about 10 minutes inside getting ready and all that, I go outside, get in the car. It was nice and warm, toasty. And I start backing out. And in the rearview mirror, I notice something in the street. But I didn't, I didn't really look too hard. Because, you know, I'm, my brain's half dead. You know, I'm still waking up at 2 in the morning. And I keep driving. So I back out. I start going down the street just a little bit. Probably about 20 feet. And then I stop. And something really told me, hey, you should probably look at that. So I went, oh, fine. Fine. I got out of the, I reversed it, got out of the car, and looked at what was in the street. There were footprints in the middle of the street. Footprints. Okay, fine. The thing was, is <laughs> there were no footprints showing that the person transitioned from, from each side of the sidewalk. It was just as if the footprints appeared in thin air walking down the road. And, 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 it, and it was only in front of my house going down the house. They appeared 20 feet. The person or thing made this... You, you could tell that they stopped and they were like moving around in one spot because there's like a lot of snow scuffed up and it was kind of like in like a circle pattern you know and then the f tracks go back down another five feet down the road and then they just stop now i ran through every possibility in my head that i could think of i thought well is it possible that uh that a car came by and picked them up issues that there were no car tracks when I was backing out it was just me because sometimes I dread the idea of like oh I have to drive through fresh snow I might get stuck you know and and I had that thought I was like please don't get stuck there weren't there were no car tracks there were no tire tracks no nothing it was me that caused the most recent tire tracks otherwise fresh snow covering the whole street was it a bike I it, there's no, there is nothing that altered the snow. I'm telling you, from what I saw, just imagine a normal street. It snows. Snow is covered. It covered. I think it was like eight inches that night. Covered. That street. Didn't get dropped off. No one was dropped. It was just, you, you just see fresh Utah powder. And then tracks, human footprints. I should have took a picture of it, but I didn't. Wait, I think I did. If if I did, I'm gonna make it the cover art. But I could I couldn't see anything. I I I couldn't I couldn't see anything that made sense of how they appeared. There was nothing. There was no transition from the sidewalk. There was no. The only thing that I can think of, which is creepy, 
but that person stood there because prior to going asleep, I did something and I came back at like 10.30 at night. So between 10.30 at night and 2.30 in the morning, someone stood in that road completely still. Paranormal or not, that's that's creepy too. So either there's some sicko out here in my side of Utah, which is very possible, extremely possible. Or I don't know, or or it was something supernatural. How do you explain that? Like I can't. And here's the thing. If has has anybody else ever had these moments? Like, am I the only one with snow? If you've had any weird experiences with the snow, please send me a please send me an email. I'm really curious. Send me an email. Stories at midnight at yahoo.com. Stories at midnight at yahoo.com. But please tell me if like you've ever had these weird experiences in the snow. I don't know what that is. I have no idea. Unless someone was on some sort of hovercraft. Unless a special agent. But even then, they didn't lead off down the street. Because if they did, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, oh, well, okay. I followed those tracks. And it's not hard. It was only like 20 feet in length. And then gone. Vanished. It's really unsettling. Now. That was the first half. That will be the end towards the paranormal talk of things. I'll leave those stories with you and how you want to take them, how you want to hear them. So if you don't want to keep listening, you can end it right here. Because at this point in time, I actually want to talk more about... uh, I thought it would be more appropriate since it's the ending of the year. That it would be good to talk about the things that should be coming up in this next year. So, right off the bat, I'm just going to say I'm going to try to grow this thing. And and I touched down on on a few things and all that. um, But I kind of want to go more into depth. Probably for the next 20 minutes, I'll try to go more in depth about everything. So, I want to grow in the sense of... um, of doing more. I want to I want to have a farther reach with the podcast. And what I mean by that, um I'm not saying trying to find new ways to reel people in or anything. No. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. What I mean is I want to go to different locations. I want to go to different spots. I want to do more. So hopefully within the month of January, February, I'll be able to go to my first location on site and record a a podcast episode there so hopefully that'll be achievable after that i'm looking into different vehicles i want to be a on the road type podcast i just want to travel the continental u.s and just go to all these different states and experience what they have to offer talk about the creepy things and all that you know um, I guess one of the 
one of the places, and I'll, I'll even spoil it because it will be a topic in the far future. But Showman's Rest. I believe it's in Michigan, if my memory serves me right. But Showman's Rest in Michigan. How awesome would that be if I drove from here, from wherever I'm at, to Michigan, went to the site of Showman's Rest, and just examined it, maybe even did a podcast episode if it's not disrespectful. You know, I, I don't want to do anything disrespectful, and I don't want to break any insane laws or anything like that, you know. But, you know, like, do a podcast episode there. You know, I want the emotion to be fresh. I want, to me, there's something exciting with the idea of, like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I know, this guy's not just recording about it. He's there recording about it. You, you know what I mean? That To me, that just seems like a no-brainer. And to me, I think that that's the path I should be going down. So that's kind of my, um, that's kind of my goal for this next year is to be on the road a lot. Going from place to place. Seeing what that town, seeing what its history has to offer. You know, and of course I won't like spend months in a certain state to see everything and then leave. No. I stop by a little bit, see what I can, go. If there's a place I missed, maybe you, the listener, can write me and say, Hey, listen, there's this spot over here in South Dakota. You should come check it out. Boom! You know what I mean? Like, to me, that... To me, that's great, you know. Um, and I just, I think I, I think I just wanted to be transparent, you know. I think I wanted to just say, "Hey, look, this is my plans for the future." Certain things I'm going to keep as a surprise, but that's honestly my my major one, my biggest one I have. Um, I know some people, some people talk about, uh, if you can give me donations or no, I'm not going to do that. Um, mainly because I just feel like that's a little, that's a little odd from me, you know? Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get my hands on a vehicle and I'm trying to see what I can do with it. And I'm going to try to turn into some more or less of an overland vehicle as well. So I can be out there in the wilderness because I love camping. I love all that stuff. And, you know, and here's a here's another good example. Here I am talking about truckers, you know. And how awesome would it be if I could just share the road with them, you know. It'd be really cool if I could talk about Art Bell while I'm in Pahrumpf, you know. To me, that's just, that's just a no-brainer. Or imagine, imagine this. Imagine that one episode, The Weird Weird West, where I talked about the, the hellhounds of Nevada. Imagine if I stopped by one of the places that that story talked about. I did some off-roading, bada-bing, bada-boom, and I made it to that spot, that location. Imagine that. And imagine if I'm doing a podcast episode, you hear barking, and I'm like, I don't have a dog with me. You know what I'm saying? That, mm. Because here's the other thing. When I go to these locations, I'm gonna, and I'm not a fan of feeding people crap. You know what I mean? I, I, I just, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. It leaves a taste in my mouth that I don't like. Metaphorically, of course. But I'm not going to lie about anything. If somebody says, hey, look, there's a place in Louisiana near Baton Rouge. It's apparently a haunted hotel. You, sh you should go check it out. 
I'll be there eventually down the road. But I'm not going to, if nothing happens, I'm going to say, hey, look, I'm sorry, but nothing happened here. You know, if something did happen, that'll be like, guys, I saw something, you know, that's, that's the thing. Because I'm tired of looking at some of these outlets on different websites or different videos or things like that. And there's so much lying, so much of it. It's annoying. It just, ugh, it grosses me out, you know? So why not just, why not just say it how it is? Why not just talk that truth? I don't know if that makes sense, you know? But it's like, for me, that's the only way that I can do it. Hey, if something happened, something happened. If it didn't, it didn't. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Doesn't mean it's not. Doesn't mean it is haunted, you know? So like the Green River thing that that employee from 7-Eleven told me about where she saw a bunch of lights in the sky. Every time she goes, she always sees lights and she's been there like four or five times. If I go three times in a row and there's no lights, I'm going to just be real about it. I'm not going to go, oh, well, you know, I was there three times and I thought I saw something. No, either I did or I didn't, you know. So So that's the other thing is transparency. You know, I don't, uh, I don't cater to those lies. You know, I I don't, that's not my thing. That's just not who I am. And then the last bit of information, I'm going to try to have more guests on. In the future, I'm going to buy like a second microphone, things like that. Do more video calls. Have more guests. Because as of right now, I only have one and that's, and that's my good friend of mine. So anything after that, I, I, I don't. I don't have any guests, but I want more guests. I want to talk to people. I want to engage more with people. Um, so hopefully that becomes a a more fruitful endeavor in, in the future. Something that can actually be successful is having more people on. That would be really nice. So otherwise, well, I guess when it comes to more news, I, I don't I don't really, you know... And I'm sorry if this is something that, you know, it's like, well, I don't want to hear about this. I want to hear about the creepy stuff. I know. And I'm sorry. Uh, The reason why I am having this episode shorter than usual is because it's the holiday season. You know, it's the new year. You're with family. I'm going to keep it short so I don't keep you on here, you know. Now, for the ones who I I know aren't spending it with family or don't really have family to spend time with, I'm sorry. You know, then you should go out and find your own adventure. If you haven't heard all my episodes, then keep listening. That'd be really cool. But for the most part, just so it's all squared out, spend time with your family or with your friends, people that you consider family, blood-related or not. So if this is something I, you know, that it's not what you want to hear, I'm sorry. It's just the truth is, is I just want to be transparent, as transparent as possible, absolutely transparent. So I don't think that there's any more news. Uh, Pretty much I talked about the car, trying to get an off-roading vehicle. Currently I'm looking at a Toyota FJ. So hopefully I can get one on my hands. I'm pretty close to obtaining it. They're expensive, but not that expensive for how much, how good of a vehicle it is. Um, My dream car would be a Ford Bronco, like those new ones. Oh man, do they look good. But yeah, so car, I'm sorry. So car uh, and traveling. I'm going to try to, exp- oh, and guests. I'm going to try to have more guests. I'm going to try to expand more. I'm going to try to do a lot more. So 
And I guess that squares it off. I think that's a good wrap it up. So thank you for listening. Thank you if anyone has continued listening. If you are a faithful listener for the past, uh, what is that, eight weeks, nine weeks, thank you so much. I started this in October on Halloween, and honestly, I'm going to stick to it, you know. I just I just feel like this is something I should do. Doesn't mean I'm going to, and I'm not doing this for the money. I mean, I make jokes about it, you know, and I tell my friends, or I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm saying, no, but the truth is, at the end of the day, I just like talking about this stuff. I like doing this. I always have, ever since I was a kid. I liked recording my voice, and even though I don't like hearing my voice, I just liked doing stuff like this. One of my first ever thoughts of going down a career path was being a a radio show host, like a disc jockey type thing, you know, essentially like an Art Bell. And it's challenging in this day and age, because now a lot of people have podcasts. I mean, there's podcasts about anything. But for me, I just... You know, I'm, I'm going to give my shot at it. I'm going to try to etch my name in the stone. And if nothing works out for me, if this burns and crashes in a fiery disaster, dang, did I try, man. You know? Hey, I went out swinging. You know what I mean? I tried. I did. I tried to be, you know, I, I try to have my name up there with the greats like Art Bell. So... I guess with all that said, thank you for the last nine weeks. Seriously, it means a lot. Um, and I don't try to have this be underground. Listen, if it, if it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know? So I guess the most that I could say is thank you. And if you want to share this with your friends, go ahead and share it with your friends. You know? If you want to, if you want to tell your aunt, tell your aunt. You know, I I don't mind. If anything, it'll, it'll be nice to have more people listen in. So, thank you so much. Looks like the sun is setting on this conversation. So, this has been Conversations at Midnight from west of the Rockies, from the great state of Utah. Thank you so much. Hope you had a great Christmas, and I hope you have a happy new year. Thank you. Good night.